Hi, and welcome to the Ask Sue Show. Hope everybody's all okay. And as the song says, I am a woman on a mission. Absolutely love that song. If that doesn't inspire anybody, I don't know what will. Talking of inspiration, sharing of the thoughts, obviously sharing of the doggy updates. And, of course, it is Tuesday. It is Howard Einstein. Hi, Howard. How are you doing? Hello, Miss Sue. How are you? Well, could be feeling a little better, but we won't talk about problems that I've got at the moment because, of course, um, we won't want to be talking about that, as you know. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a very, very, very special guest who's just going to say hello for a couple of seconds, and it's my beautiful wife, Leslie, and she just wants to say a couple of words to everyone. Okay. I just want to Hi, Leslie. You. How are you doing? I'm doing much better, thank you. I just want to thank everybody so much for all their well wishes and prayers, and it really was a big help to Howard. He never would have made it through this uh, without all of you, so I just want to thank you. Well, I, I, I must just say, Leslie, that when, when you were in hospital, I said to Howard, listen to me, Leslie's fine. She's in the hospital. She's been very well cared for. She's in the best place. Now I'm more concerned about you. <laughs> It was the nurses that were in trouble. Yeah, it's the nurses that she gave grief to, not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless. But uh, I just said to Howard that you just needed a top-up of um, love and tender care. So I think, you know, time for chill out, Leslie. And, you know, please, you know, hope you get, you know, back to normal and better soon. H- how are you actually feeling? Is it getting on the home front now? Um, I'm still really weak. I, I didn't eat for three days, and I've lost a lot of weight, so I'm just now starting to eat very small amounts, and my stomach's kind of not dealing with it. <laughs> so, uh, Excellent. Well, long as you're on the on the mend, that's the main thing, and I'm so glad to have you back home. Just now we know that Howard's being kept in line again. No, I'll whip him right. into shape. But I have to tell you, <laughs> one thing we'll talk about later in greater length is the therapy dogs that were in the hospital. It was just amazing. A 60-pounder jumped into bed with Leslie. And I actually, and she actually smiled a little. So we'll talk about that later. But it's just a wonderful. Uh, the service dogs are wonderful for the patients and the caregivers. So we'll talk about that later on in the show. Excellent. Do they just go to um, very quickly? Sorry, I know we can want to talk about it in a minute. But do they, did they actually come to everybody's beds? Then did they, or do they just come to those that actually ask for it? Yes. No. Anyone that asks for it, but you know, they they do wander through the halls. And if you request it, I, we probably had about, I think, three, I think we had about three different doggies come through. But it, it's just an amazing program. And, you know, people Excellent. have to realize there is a difference between the therapy dogs and the service dogs. And, yeah. um, but, but it's just, it's just an amazing, uh, just an amazing program that, that the hospitals have here. Because I have a friend in Australia, and she told me that um, the therapy dogs are only allowed, like, in nursing homes, not in the actual hospitals. So it's really um, it was it was very good for me. Matter of fact, it was funny because when Leslie was getting ready to take a CAT scan, a lady came in with a um, I think it was a golden, and he rubbed his leg up to me, and I started petting him, and he started kissing me, and the lady was like, "Oh my God, oh my God!" I was like, "What did I do wrong?" She says, "You're the first man he's ever kissed." <laughs> <laughs> oh bless. I must just say it was it's lovely to have you on the show, Leslie. Um you know how much we love Howard. He's an absolute star to the show. And you know, it 
I always say this to everybody, besides, besides all of these good people, is always a partner. And, and I thank you very, very much for supporting him because he does so much work with all of us, and we appreciate your support. It means a lot to all of us. Sorry, Howard, I can hardly hear her. No, no, she, no, she just said she appreciates all of us that, you know, what we're doing for all the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, listen, look after yourself, Leslie, and uh, thanks very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Bye-bye, all. Okay, bye-bye. Are you back now, Howard? We seem to have lost Howard somewhere. <laughs> I talk, talk about control. I love it. She's obviously told me he's got to very quickly go make a cup of tea, so I'm sure he'll be back in just a second. Or he's pressed the mute button by accident. Don't you just love him, bless him. And a big hug to Leslie. Um, I'm so glad that uh, she's back on the mend and back at home and obviously putting him back into... Um, into line. So uh, well done to Leslie. Um, a big hello to everybody that's in the chat room. I hope everybody's all okay. We have had a few problems with Blog Talk Radio at the moment, but hopefully we will be changing um, from Blog Talk Radio in the very near future. A few things are coming up in the pipeline at the moment, and we are literally getting there slowly but surely. That's really quite funny how I've actually got two lines of, of Howard coming in now. I'm here. Hello. Hello. That, you... That's really funny. I've actually got your number twice in the phone line. How Ooh, does you that got me work? twice, huh? That's pretty good. I like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, as long as oh, we can hear each other. double okay. trouble. Goodness me, I can't cope with two of you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't cope with two of me plus my wife. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so you're going to do a little rant? I mean, we've got to have your Tuesday rant. Well, where do you want me to start? I mean, you know me, I must admit, my first rant of today must be the fact that I have come to realize, and this is a little bit off topic, but I have come to realize that there is a bigger equation that's going on with all of this, like animal advocacy that we do about mm -hmm. everything. And I'm starting to see that the, the world is in a more difficult place than I first thought. Because we did the Hey Mr. Government show the other day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, obviously the Hey Mr. Government covers loads of different things. And I want to put to everybody, okay. yeah. does the government not have the Internet? Because how come is it they can't see what we're seeing? And seeing we're paying them such good money, how come they're not helping us to literally stop this cruelty all over the world? Mm. Interesting. That yep. that is that is my you know what, my chat has just gone totally haywire. <laughs> I, I tell you what, it's, something's going mad tonight on here. Honestly, it, uh -oh. it's, everything that could go wrong has. Right, we'll, we'll try anyway. And I want also want to say to everybody, um, I've set up. <laughs> you're all going to have a fit when I say this. Let me just find it because I didn't save this link. It's about the only one that I didn't find. Hold on one moment. Mm -hmm. I was talking to quite a few people about the fact that we need to get people all in one place. Now, that's going to be just ridiculous because nobody will do all that. But yeah. I thought it would be quite good to be able to get a page set up 
where we can all advertise our pages on. Okay. So it doesn't matter whatever type of advocate you are. It doesn't have to be an animal advocate. It could be whatever. It could be a cat. It could be a dog. It could be anything that you're advocating about. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I started up um, the Advocate Page Advertiser. Okay. And this is where if you've got a page that is set up for dogs, cats, um, your rescue center, it could be what it, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. you can put your page on there. Let me just tell people, though, this is a page advertiser. This is not for individual animals, individual stories. <laughs> and I'll read that, Chris, in a minute. It's not for individual pieces of things. This is just for pages. So, like, Howard could put his event, um, his page on there, his Go Green, Go Blue events. I've already put, um, Howard, the rainbow, one for Rainbow Bridge. We can put, like, um, rescue centers. Anything that's a page or a group can go on there, but no individual posts. Gotcha. Gotcha. See what I mean? Yeah. Because then, obviously, there are so many pages out there, and I am still finding fantastic pages with such good information on that I still haven't found. And people keep saying to me, well, how can we find all of these pages in one swoop? And I thought, we need them all in one place. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to come along and put their page on there or whatever, please go and put it on there. But individual posts, as in a dog or a cat or whatever, will be deleted. It is just for pages or groups. And just for Kristen Hoffman, who obviously has caught my terrible sarcasm, she's put, does, Sue doesn't have enough Facebook pages yet, laugh out loud. <laughs> I love that girl. The trouble is, I was talking to her just before the show, so obviously she's caught my sarcasm, which is very contagious. So um, a big love to her, because she's such a star to me, and she knows she is. So um, if anybody wants to go and have a look at that, that would be absolute fantastic. Yeah, I think you so have your doctor. That's my first part of the show rant. Um, what's your part, Howard? I'll oh, rant, well, from you. You well, carry I, on. Well, well, I did want to say that you probably have your doctorate in Facebook, uh, Facebook um, pages. Well, I don't really have a rant, you know. I just and it's a little off the doggy subject, you know, with what what my lovely wife Leslie has been through, and I'm directing this at you too, young lady. You know, we <laughs> I think and and we're all guilty of it. I think we all take a lot for granted. And, you know, when I saw Leslie in that hospital suffering so much, it really uh, really brings a lot to you. You know, you have your loved ones and you have children, so you know what it means. And, you know, you don't have your health. It's, you know, I mean, we say it sounds corny, but you really don't have anything. And, you know, like I was saying to one of the nurses, in certain ways I think it's when you see a loved one suffering like that, it's harder on, in a way, it's harder on the caregiver because I, I felt so useless, you know. I mean, we all want to make things better for our loved ones, and you can't. You can't. Yep. So, you know, I must have paced those floors, you know, I don't know how many times. And I have to tell you, I want to sincerely thank everybody who's, who supported me because let me tell you, it truly, truly got it truly got me through this. It was more, I mean, you know, I mean, everyone is just truly family. That's all I could say. And from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank everyone. It was tough times. And, you know, that's why we have to be there for each other, good or bad, and, 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 and truly that's what friends are for. It's not just the good times. You know, it's also got to be the tough times too. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's Absolutely it. Absolutely right. So we have a, couple of, have a couple of updates on Philly. Um, his leg is still 
not 100%. They are hoping, they're hoping that they won't have to amputate his leg. They still have hope, but uh, it's still taking time. But he is doing good, but they're just praying they don't have to amputate his leg. So, you know, we'll oh, say a prayer. Him. Yeah, we'll say a prayer. But you know something, Sue, if, if God forbid they do, and he's, he'll be okay, you know, like we spoke to that lady on Rough and Wagon, so there is always a way for him to get around. You know, I, I, I hope to God they don't have to, but it seems like he's being very loved, you know, very cared for. And that's yep. um, and that's the main thing. And then, but you uh, know what, Howard? Dogs survive on three legs so well. Actually, there's a lady that do. walks her dog just up the road from us. They do. And you wouldn't even if, like, when driving past it, you wouldn't even realize that dog's got three legs. Exactly. 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 Hey, do listen, you mean? You, and when listen. you think what he's been through. I'm not being funny. That would be nothing to him. And also, he's got so much love and everything and so much it. support around him. He could do anything. You got it. You got it. And, uh, of course, we got Patrick's rebirth birthday coming up. And we have, we just have a very, we had a very special guest who's attending the event, Sergeant Al Peterson. He's attending the Go Green for Patrick, Go Green and Blue. And I PM'd him today. He said hello to everyone. He will be He's in a case, uh, an, uh, unfortunately, an animal abuse case in New Jersey, but he will try to call in one of these Tuesdays. So I'm honored that um, that he will be attending the event. And um, then we have the darling of Facebook right now. That's Herbie. He is just such a precious soul. He's just, I'm, I'm sure you've seen the pictures, Sue. He's just doing amazing with Doc Rick, and he's got a huge following. we got a rock star on our hands. He's just such a precious little guy. And just so everyone knows, Doc Rick is a police officer, and he did save Herbie, and he may call in, I'm not sure, but he's got over 12,000 people in the group now, and he's just such a little darling. So um, yeah. he's, um, right now he's the rock star of Facebook. And uh, who else? I'm trying to think of any other updates. we got Philly, we got Patrick. That's it for the updates, really. Nothing, uh, everything's kind of quiet otherwise. But um you have any other rants or anything there, Sue? Well, me? <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Actually, um, I have got a couple more as well, actually. Um, I've been taking down links today because there is so many different um, things going on. Right, hold a minute. They're asking for a link for the story. Was that for Philly, Kristen? Uh, let me know, and I'll sort that out for you. Um, right, my first thing, uh, I've just lost it totally now. Hold on one moment. I've got it all organized here. Hold on. Let me just get back to it. Um, yeah, this one is about a cat that, um, unfortunately, they had actually got a rescue sorted out for this cat. And um, I'm just trying to find it because it seems to have disappeared. They're so inconvenient, these people. They post all these posts on the Asu Show radio network, and it's fantastic. But then when I come to find something, I can never find it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's brilliant because it is you know, getting out there. Right, let's just go back for a minute. I just want to say absolutely fantastic news, and thank you to Debbie for sharing this on the ASU radio show network. Um, support Duke. Mm-hmm. I just want to read, as Debbie put it, because she put it so well, the outpour... Oh, no, she shared the status. I beg your pardon. The support from Duke's um, Facebook page has put... The outpouring love and support is incredible. Thank you all so much. I couldn't have done it all without you. I'm so thrilled to share these wonderful moments with you guys, and I truly hope this decision helps all dog owners in the future. If you're going through something similar, please don't give up. A win like this is not only a huge step in the right 
for the bully breeds, but all dogs in general. Let's keep the movement going. I'm really trying to respond to everybody, everyone, but with so much love, it will take some time. Please bear with me. Thank you all. I just can't express what you all mean to me. And this was for, for Support Duke. So I'm just going to um, copy the link, because obviously if I start going to that story, it could be a long night. Um, so let me share that one to you first. Then we've got, um, let me just go a little bit. Sue, I'm sorry. I know it's Sue, here somewhere. Sorry to interrupt. Be on the lookout for a 440 area code. Okay. We may have a very okay. special guest calling into the best show in town. Oh, excellent. That I like sound it. Good. The be- I, you know, I like that, actually. The best show in town. <laughs> because we have the queen ranting all the time. I what love can it. I say? HRH, as I said to you earlier. Hey, watch that. <laughs> right, I want to read. Um, oh, do you want? I must have signed it, signed, shared it quite a few times because we've had a good loose things. Right, let me just read this. This was um, about Kodak, who was a blind Russian blue cat. They had actually got a rescue for this cat, and would you believe it? They actually put it to sleep. Oh, my God. Now, I am absolutely furious about this. You know, we work so hard to be able to get these cats and dogs rehomed, and it takes a lot of hard work to get things shared. And I want to read this to you, that somebody called Joyce Van Pelt, um, who literally commented on this um, petition. Mm-hmm. And I'll be sharing this in just a moment with you in the chat room. It says, Kodak was loved by so many who worked long and hard to save him. A wonderful rescue came forth to save his precious blind kitty, and we were told by the shelter where he, he was staying that he was safe. So many pledges had been made for him and went to bed rejoicing and happy that Kodak was safe and rescued. Mm-hmm. A holiday stay was still... Holding stay was... Holiday, where did that come from? Holding stay was on him, still within hours of being picked up by this wonderful rescue group. The shelter murdered Kodak, claiming he was mean. They said that he was poor, blind, and very scared kitty, beloved by many, was mean. This shelter was suddenly unwilling to hold dear Kodak for a few more hours in his cage. Their false excuse has hurt and thus have upset and angered many. Everyone knows any very scared animal can panic. However, animals have no concept of mean, only a natural God-given instinct to survive. This shelter has now lost all credibility with many. So many no longer trust this shelter and the employees responsible for the care and safety of Kodak and the other animals in their unkind care. Even a senior lady like myself knows how to safely transfer a frightened, even feral kitty safe to the vets to be spayed and neutered and for transport to and from cage to cage. He was one very special, blind, very scared kitty whom they agreed to hold for a few more hours until this rescue group could get there and pick him up. Mm-hmm. Many hearts have been broken over the totally unnecessary murder of Kodak, and we are now seeking justice for dear Kodak. A complete investigation of this shelter needs to be made ASAP, and possible criminal charges also need to be filed. The firing of all those responsible for the murder of Kodak needs to be done ASAP. Hopefully these people will never be allowed to work with any kitties again under the false pretext of saving them. Basic decency and humanity calls for this corrective actions to go forward just as soon as possible. 
I submit my comments and commissions. Where I at my head is today, I don't know. Start again. I submit my comments and opinions on behalf of Kodak and all the animals in the shelter who are in real danger, even after being declared safe. The action by the shelter of killing Kodak is totally unacceptable, and their excuse defies all any reason or logic. There is just no way that one blind kitty has the power or ability to terrorize a shelter. Please help us fight for justice of Kodak and for all those that love him, loved him so very much. Hmm. Unbelievable. And Unbelievable. I just think that is so, so hard, because at the end of the day, um, it, when we read on Facebook, it says safe, we automatically just stop doing that one. We know that one's safe. Correct. So we just literally go on and step the next step. Do you know what I mean? Correct, correct. Unbelievable. So, you know, I just find that really, really hard, especially when we were all chuffed because he'd actually got somewhere he was going to be saved, and it was it was very, very difficult, very yeah. difficult. Anyway, Sue, I'm going to read, if you don't mind, I'm going to read a little stuff about Herbie, and then I think we're going to have a very special caller calling in. So okay. This was from Linda's original, um, the event page for Herbie. Herbie was found, I'm, I don't want to pronounce it wrong, it's L-O-R-A-I-N, Lorraine, Ohio, one of the worst cases of animal abuse I have ever seen. Someone knows who did this to him, and I am hoping through this event and other Facebook page, Justice for Herbie, they are found and prosecuted. Here's a link to the local news. Okay. Several days after being being found injured and emaciated, a dog that touched the hearts of people across northeast Ohio was making some progress. The Lorraine Animal Clinic tells Fox 8 News Herbie recently stood on his own for the first time. Herbie was found on the front lawn of an abandoned home last Saturday. Well, this Now, and you have to realize this goes back months ago. An unidentified caller notified police after the dog was discovered on West 111th Street. Once the scene, once on the scene, the, the animal was transported to Dr. Thomas Wood at the Lorraine Animal Clinic for evaluation. You can see his ribs. You can see the spine of his scapula. You can see his pelvic pelvis bone, said Dr. Wood. I've never seen a fracture located in this area of the dog where the frontal sinus has been destroyed. Dr. Wood said likely that the pit bull mix weighs less than half what a dog approximately six, six years old should weigh. The veterinarian said that the injuries aren't new and Herbie has obviously been denied food for a long time. The clinic says now Herbie is gaining weight and making slow and steady improvement since being brought to the clinic. People across the country have been touched by this story and have been calling the clinic um, uh, to make donations. Now, this goes way back, but I can tell you that his progress has just been phenomenal. Doc Rick, I believe, is the one that found him, and he has been, he stays with, uh, if he calls in, he'll tell us, I think he stays with Doc Rick about four days a week. He is probably one of the most spoiled, loving dogs. It, it, it's Sue, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Maybe we can post a picture, but uh, Doc hand feeds him sometimes, and he is, he is, he's, he's pretty much blind, and he has, um, I guess he was beaten in the head, and he, they have to drain it sometimes because he has a swelling, but, um, just absolute, absolutely. I'm looking at a picture right now. He, he, he's just an amazing, um, amazing dog. And it's, you know, because we've done many shows, and it's just nice to hear that a police officer like, you know, like with Philly, gotten involved and now has him at his home. You know, the same with Philly. So it's just, it's just very encouraging to hear stories like this. And um, as I said, he's really captured the hearts, you know, of um, of uh, people all over Facebook. So it's just. Yeah. Just an amazing thing. Just an amazing thing. And we always say, Sue, it's all, you know, 
sometimes, you know, these dogs, you know, you'll have the, you know, the rock stars, as I call them, and we don't want people to think that we don't love, we love all the animals, but, you know, he's brought together so many people. So I guess, you know, maybe as I said, Sue, maybe God, you know, just does this for a reason. You know, it's it's great the the uh, the Quranry that I've seen on, on the Herbie page. It's just unbelievable. And it's brought new people into the rescue world. Yeah. So it's just, you know, it's just been a win-win all around. So um, if Doc calls in soon, he'll be able to hopefully, he can't say a lot, I know, because the case is under investigation, but if he, he hopefully he'll be calling in shortly. Exactly. Absolutely. Um, right. I'm just reading. Right. I just need to read this out. Okay. Karen Banders, just very quickly, come on to the, the chat. And has put township administrators to negotiate with them. We continue to ask for more groups to be contacted, but so far nothing. The BOH, the um, Board of Health meeting, is this Thursday, the 21st of February. Elkins, our new Board of Health member, will be sworn in tonight. Got to go. Love you. She's absolutely amazing. She does me. Sorry, Sue, I typed too slowly for the limited amount of characters. <laughs> oh, She's boy. absolutely brilliant. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Thank you for that, Karen. So, Board of Health meeting is the 21st of February, um, and obviously that is... Do you want my head? is not with it today at all. Um, that is obviously where Memphis was. And obviously, it's about there. So, thank you very much, Karen, for bringing that to our attention. Twenty-first mm-hmm. of February, which is Thursday, Elkins and you, Board of Health member, will be sworn in tonight. Um, so, thank you very much for bringing. But please, you know, we need to be contacting more groups and telling more people about what's going on there. Uh, Truth of Bloomfield Health Department. Health. Start again. Truth of Bloomfield Animal Shelter. Please, everybody, go and have a look. Um, about the health department, I will get a link put into the chat room now about that as well. So thank you very much to everybody that has literally um, joined that page as well. Uh, we have got area code 440 on the show. Hi, welcome to the show. Hello, how are you? Hi, Doc Rick. Yes. How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Howard? Well, thank you so much for calling in. Um, I did tell everyone you can only, you know, talk so much, but Doc, I want to thank you on behalf of everyone. You've as I said to you, Herbie is truly a rock star. Yeah, Herb, Herbie is. Um, he, his his fame is just you know it's phenomenal. It's just really incredible. He's got like twelve thousand five hundred members of his page right now. Wow, that's unbelievable. That's unbelievable, Doc. So, what can you tell us really about his update and how you hand feed him his meatballs and? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think he's just getting spoiled on the hand feeding, and he just figures if you know if if he won't, he doesn't eat out of the bowl, I'll I'll hand feed him. So uh, he's just getting spoiled. But, I think he can he can eat out of the bowl. He can drink water out of his bowl. He's he's just he's just playing <laughs> me. That's all. So Doc, what can you tell us from the beginning? Basically, what can you basically tell us how you found him? And I mean, whatever you can say. Well, it, you know, for pretty much you know what what you read, we you know we we got a call from a citizen about. You know about a sick dog, and we went and responded, and I saw him, and and I, I just, you know, for some reason didn't want to put him down, mm-hmm. so we took him to Doctor Woods, and Doctor Woods decided that no, I think we'll we'll give him a shot, and he he made uh, 
remarkable, you know, improvement over the first couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, a month and a half, almost, you know, two months, he put on like 35 pounds. And wow, wow. He was, you know, getting, he, was, he has, you know, energy, he likes to play, you know, he likes to walk. Now, you, you do understand that, you know, he does have cancer. Yes, of course, of course. Do you want to explain yeah. that to, uh, yeah, you can yeah. tell everyone, yeah. Well, I, I believe it's called um, ad, adenoid carcinoma. I can't even mm. spell it, let alone pronounce it. Mm-hmm. But it's it's in his it's in his nostrils, it's in his nasal cavity. It's untreatable. Uh huh. And it is slowly progressing. Um, it's causing the bleeding that's coming up on you know under his scalp, mm-hmm. which I I just got back from the clinic. We just took him in there and they and we we had to clean that out. And oh, it's it's, really, it's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Very very disgusting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they let me help. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty brutal on him. Um, so right now it only has to be done maybe once a week. But if it starts getting worse, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to keep putting him through it. Uh, uh, you know, if it gets to the point where it's every couple days, you yeah. know, we're, we're just not going to put him through it anymore. It's just, yeah. You know, being blind and deaf and then going through that is just too much. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, that, that would be inhumane. Yeah, yeah. So he does feel the pain then. Then he is in pain then. Huh? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, uh, he feels it when we have to do that. Uh, uh, but meanwhile, he's got so many. He's got he's got more girlfriends than anyone I know. I know. I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm trying to learn his secrets. So you know, maybe I can use them. Yeah. <laughs> so Doc, can he oh, see it all? Can he see it all, or, or you really don't know? I think all he can maybe see is light. You know, maybe he can see movements, but he he walk, he'll walk into walls, he'll walk into stuff. If you know, if I'm not helping him, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I don't think he has enough vision that he could function. Uh, but 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 he certainly feels the love from you. You can see it in the pictures. Oh, yeah, he 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 seems you know happy when I'm there. Like that last picture I posted. I mean, well, he he just looks incredible. Compared yeah. to the first time I saw him. Yeah, he does. Well, you know, the thing is, you know, I don't care what anyone says. I think these animals have a lot of intuition, and and I think he knows. You know, I just think he knows how loved he is, and I and I and I have to commend you that. I mean, that's making such a big difference. You know, a lot of people would not do what you did. That's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, it just seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. Do you have any other pets, uh, Doc? I have two cats. Oh, that's great. Do they get along or? With Herbie? Yeah. They pretty, they pretty much just ignore him. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, they're, they're not they're not real happy yeah, that he's in yeah. the house, but they they just ignore him and leave him alone. Yeah. So, you have any questions for Doc? Well, I'm actually looking at pictures of Herbie now, and I can actually sort of go with it because my brother has got a dog, um, a black Labrador, and he's um, struggling at the moment because Tara has got cancer, and her. Her head is swollen up. Uh, all her face is swollen up. But he has said, you know, he said she's not, at the moment, I mean, touch wood, she's not suffering. She's still eating. I mean, she'd eat and eat and eat until the cows come home, typical Labrador. Um, but she's not in pain. She just, she's thin, um, but she's got, the, the face is swollen. And the vets have said it's a miracle that she's still going. And Malcolm says, am I doing wrong by keeping her going? He said, you're not keeping her going. She's happy. She's eating. And she's okay, you know, and that's fine, you know. And 
I, I've just got to give, all I've got to say to you really is the words everybody wants to say is just total respect to all of you guys for all the work that you're putting in. We, you know, I can see that it's it's not easy. You know, everybody sees the the love and everything else that you're doing, but we know that it's heartbreaking having to do things to Herbie that you know is going to hurt him, uh, but also trying to be there all the time for him and doing your bit. You know, and I, my total respect to all of you for doing everything that you're doing. It's just beautiful to see. Um, I just wish that all the animals that we could see on Facebook could have as much love as Herbie's having. And let's hope that it's obviously getting the awareness out for all the other dogs that need our help as well. Okay, well, yeah, thank you. Um, we're, we're trying to just make the best the rest of his life as happy as we can. It's, it's lovely. I mean, the pictures and, and uh, the comments that people say underneath, it's so true. He, he does look absolutely magnificent, and he's obviously a credit to all of you because I can see that all of you are working so hard to make him, you know, and he, he just looks beautiful, bless him. Well, I think a lot of it's Herbie. I think he, he has a very strong will to live. He doesn't yeah. want to give up. How old do they think he is, Doc? Uh, six or seven, maybe, somewhere around there. Six or seven, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's great, though. He, I mean, he, you know, I'm just looking at a picture now of him just looking there. He, he's just a little ham. He's just mm-hmm. a little ham. <laughs> so, so how how long do they think that he's had this cancer for? How long has this actually gone on for, do they think? Uh, we don't know. You know, it's, you know, probably it was before, you know, before I found him. It was yeah. already there. So yeah. it, 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 could, it could have been months. A year prior to that, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he said it's slow progressing cancer, so it could have been around for quite a while. Yeah, who's, who's yeah. paying? Who's paying all the bed bills, Doc? You still have a? Is there a chipping going? Or uh, Doctor uh, Doctor Woods at the clinic, he has a uh, foundation called the Wood Foundation. Okay. And what what that money's for is that he he takes in any of the dogs that we pick up on the street, the police pick up on the street. Uh-huh. If, if the dog warden's not working and the yeah. dog has no tags, or you know, he'll take them, you know, temporarily until you know until the dog warden can pick them up and take them to the uh, Lorraine Animal Kennel. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if the dogs are sick or hurt, he goes ahead and treats them. Oh, okay. Well, when um, Herbie's um, Herbie's story came to light, um, so many people were donating. Mm-hmm. You know, he's actually asked people to stop. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Says, you know, donate your money to uh, you know your favorite animal shelter, you know Animal Protective League, rescue, you know whatever, you know in Herbie's name. Mm-hmm. But he says you know there's plenty, there's you know plenty to take care of him. You know since right now he's just you know he's a, basically a hospice patient. I gotcha, I gotcha. You know we're you know he's not on any pain meds or anything because he doesn't he's not in pain. Uh-huh. But you know we're, we're just gonna we're just supporting them, do you know, do what we need to do to keep him comfortable, and until it gets to the point that he's in pain or he's too weak to eat, start you know dropping with too much weight or you know or just other signs that he's ready to go, we're we're just gonna keep him going. Well, I respect you for that. They should never, you know, my <clears throat> excuse me, my little dog is 16, and I would never keep her alive. You know, a lot of that's a whole other discussion, but a lot of people keep their pets alive for selfish purposes, and I think that's just, hey, I just think that's horrible. Absolutely. But, but, but I have to know, I've, you know, I've been following it now for a while, and I have to tell you, Doc, people, people have so much respect for you. And, you know, it's, you know Sue has done some shows. On it, you know, if you can't say anything, you know, on a lot of the police shootings, and Sue's had some of the experts on, and I guess a lot of it 
with these shootings comes down to training also. But it's so nice to see yourself and the officers in L.A. who saved the dog because, you know, there's just, you know, the it's just a lot of, you know, unfortunately, you know, with the shootings, I, I think a lot of it comes down to the training, unfortunately. I know like in L.A., most of the time the animal control officers will come out if there's an issue. I don't know how it is in Ohio, you know, as far as that goes. If we have one available, they'll come out. Yeah. yeah. Do you think, um, if, and and if you can't say anything, say it, but do you think a lot of these shootings are, are due to due to not enough training, not enough awareness? Well, um, yeah, I mean, I would say so. I'm, I'm right now I'm, I'm trying to, uh, there's an officer in Cleveland, Ohio Police, mm-hmm. who uh, is in a program called uh, Badges for uh, Bullies. Oh. You know, pit bulls. Uh-huh. And I think that I think that's something he does. Oh, that's great! And, and I mean, I, I would like to you know get him. We have many officers in my department who are you know and dog lovers, and they're very good with you know rounding up stray dogs and all mm-hmm. that without mm-hmm. having to you know resort. But yeah, a lot of it is just just plain they don't know how to handle dogs. There you go. Yeah. You know, okay. they may have a dog, they know how to handle their dog, hmm. but I mean, yeah. you know. But- but, Doc, I mean, I know people will be listening, and they, they've obviously listened to some of our shows, and I've always said in every single show, I am not against the police. What what I'm against is the fact that we have got police in uniform that, to be fair, like you've just said yourself, you know, there could be where they've had an incident, incident when they were younger that they were frightened of a dog, and if they've had no training, that's no different than you putting me and Howard into uniform and telling us to go and deal with a job that you've got to do. That would be horrendous because we are trained. Well, um, you know, unfortunately, there's a lot of duties that police officers have to do that you don't learn in the academy. You don't, you know, you, you have to basically learn on the streets. And yeah. I'm, I, I just happen to love dogs, and I, I've just learned, you know, different techniques you know, to avoid having to, um, you know, use lethal force on, on a stray dog. Hmm, because, you know, because you, usually it's because, you know, you, you do something stupid hmm. and the dog yeah. attacks you. Now, you know? how, how many dogs um, within your force, have, uh, start again, <laughs> how many police within your force have actually been bitten by dogs? Is it, a, 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 you know, is it a rare occurrence? Is it every week, you know? Oh, you, you, mean by, you mean by stray dogs, loose dogs? Yeah. Just, I can't think of any. In general, really, what what is it? Is it the stray ones, or is it mainly the when you're actually going in and entering houses, or what's the what is the story? Most of the dogs we where we deal with are just they got away from their you know away from their owners, they're stray, they're lost. You know, and, and basically they're just scared. But, you know, with enough time, you know, a little bit of patience and, you know, a little bit of knowledge of how a dog thinks, you know, you can usually win them over. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. You know, as as far as, you know, I don't know, you're saying like a, like a, a dog on a drug raid or something? Yeah. You know, the, the drug dealers have the dogs? Yeah. Usually those dogs are so scared when we come in the door, they take off running. Hmm. Interesting. We, really? I, um, I was on a SWAT team for 15 years, and none of our guys were ever bit by these so-called attack-trained dogs. Hmm. Now, I'm not saying that uh, that everyone experiences that. 
there could be some drug dealers who do have professionally attack trained dogs that do will attack the police. And yeah. you know, you got to do what but, you got to do. Now, you you must admit, I must admit I'm in the UK now and we just do not um have guns on our streets. So I find it all quite amazing. I'm I'm fascinated by it all, okay? So you must understand when I if I sound a bit like I'm asking a question that's most obvious, it's because I, I'm like so not used to having police with guns in the first place. So for you to even come to my door and you've got a gun in your pocket, I'm concerned. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, but you just said that most dogs that you come to when you're doing drug raids, they are scared, right? So obviously when you do drugs raids, there is obviously a certain amount of preparation for that. Is is it took into consideration the fact that they've actually to dog before you come to the house is that actually looked into have they got a dog you know or have they got a, a say two or three dogs we, we try to get um intelligence from you know the narcotics or the detectives of what to expect and if they know there are dogs on, on the uh, scene you know we'll, we'll, we'll try to be prepared with like a pepper spray or a fire extinguisher or you know something of that nature mm-hmm that we can, you know, pre- prevent the dogs from attacking but not hurt them. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then we'll have the dog warden come round them up. But, yeah. You know, it's, it's, you know, just like in a military operation, sometimes your intelligence is wrong. Sometimes they don't see everything and things happen. Yeah. 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 You, know, Doc, you know, Doc, one thing I've said to Sue on the show many times is the press you know, you know, you hear, you know, you hear about, you know, there's, you know, tons of breeds out there that bite people and blah blah blah. But the minute, you, the minute you hear of a pit bull biting someone, it's in the news, front page, mm-hmm. and, and that's very wrong. You know, that that mm-hmm. definitely, that's definitely, that's definitely prejudice for sure, for sure. Oh, I I, I agree. I, I I know many pit bulls, and you know, I love Herbie's a pit bull. Yeah, I um, know, I know, and and they're. And I've, I've, we've, I've dealt with a lot of pit bulls you know, on the streets and in the uh, animal shelter that I volunteer at. And, I mean, most of them, with their right attention, they're, they're good dogs. Yeah, she was head on Jim but, Crosby. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's one of the leading animal behavioralists. He was in the army. He was in the army. He was uh, he was a police officer too, right, Sue? Jim Crosby. That's right. He was a lieutenant as well. He yeah. does um, canine aggression. And he said on the show unequivocally that pit bulls want to please their owners, please their, I don't like the word owners, please their family more than any other breed. You know, they're mm-hmm. big babies. I, I do believe that in statistics, um, black labs are the dog that bite more than any other any other species of dog or any other oh, breed of dog, black labs. Uh, I thought it was chihuahuas. Okay. Oh, black labs, really? <laughs> chihuahuas have bit me more than um, anybody else. <laughs> But you know what? This is the thing, right? And and this is where all these statistics need to be looked at properly. Because let's face it, we've got so many black labs in the world, right? Goodness knows how many. There is so many pit bulls. There is and all these different. But when we start looking at the statistics of this, it's totally different. Because more people die from cars and different things, but they're not banning cars. (laughs) Do you mean? And, and this is the thing, they're, they're quick to say, oh, pit bull can do this and it can do that. Yeah, but hold on a minute. If you've got a black lab that's stood by a, um, a kid that's eaten a sandwich and the owner hasn't fed their dog for that day, of course the dog's going to snap at the kid because it wants something to eat. Is that really the dog's fault or is it to the owner? And this is where no. nothing's looked at. 
the dog is just put down because it's bit at the kid. But why should the dog have to sacrifice his life because somebody didn't feed it? Right. You know what I mean? But yeah, the, the fine, obviously, the fine, one question I do want to ask you is, do you find that most of the police force actually want the training for this? Because, obviously, we've got in a lot of people that would get working as a team. There's quite a few of us together. I can't say the, the show has actually brought a lot of people together, but we're wanting to get training for the police, for about the dogs and everything. But are the police actually wanting this training in force as soon as possible? Because it must be difficult for them, never mind the fact that they're having to deal with criminals and everything, to have a dog in the situation as well and you're not trained must be very difficult. So are they are they ready for this? I can't speak for all police and all departments, but I think there's a... Uh... I would say the a good majority of the officers would want to do that because you know most officers don't want to shoot a dog. You know, I mean, it's it's not pleasant. It's paperwork. It's bad publicity. And anytime you discharge your gun in a city, you know there could be a problem. It could ricochet. It could hit somebody. It's always risky. And I, I think most officers would rather catch the dog. And you know, and, and get it taken to the uh, animal shelter than actually shoot it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So w- would they want the training? I, I'd say most of them would. M- most Excellent. of them probably would. You know, the more more training you get, the more the more situations you find yourself into that you have the training to deal with. I think most officers would. Yeah, that's great. We, we have a number of officers in my department who volunteer to go on dog calls. Really? Because that's they feel wonderful. comfortable. They that's feel comfortable great. going uh-huh. after the dogs. Hmm. Yeah, that's well, an interesting point. Do you know what? Can I just say you've been like a breath of fresh air to me tonight in so many ways because, you know, when we're working so hard to literally, and we don't want to batter police and say, oh, there's this, this, and this, that's not what I'm about. It's about literally let's do prevention rather than cure. And it's and like I keep saying to people, it's no different than me going into a house and, and trying to assess how a dog's going to behave because I've not had the training. And they've got to do this every single day. They don't know what they're going to be facing with the next day. And if we can do a training that saves dogs at the end of the day, well, that's fantastic. And by what you've just said, you know, people, the, the police are out there, and a lot of them are wanting the training, which is fantastic news. Well, you know, it's just like everything else. I mean, if, if a police officer shoots a dog, it makes the you know it makes the headlines. If 15 police officers, you know. Take take a dog in without you know anybody getting bit, anyone getting shot, anyone get anybody getting hurt. It doesn't make the paper. It doesn't make the headlines. Yes. See there you so, go. Yes. I mean it's just it's just like everything else. I mean, yeah. You know it, it's just you know how how it's publicized. You know back in the seventies, German shepherds were the bad dogs. Mm-hmm. In the eighties, yep. in the eighties it was the Germans. In the nineties it was the Rottweilers. Yep. And you know starting this century now it's the pit bulls. Yep. You know, it, they get the press, so the criminals, you know, think, oh, these are bad dogs. They'll make me, you know, look like I'm a bad guy, and so I'll get my pit bull, and they don't raise it right. It, you know, they let it run loose. They let it get mean, and it bites somebody. Then all of a sudden, yep. pit bulls are bad. Yep. Yep. You know, I, I, I deal well, with shepherds, Dobermans, Rottweilers, pit bulls at the, you know, at the kennel, and the vast majority of them, they're just dogs. They're just nice dogs. You know, once they they learn you're not going to hurt them, and they trust you, they're just good dogs. That's the whole thing. It comes down to the trust issue too. That's a good. That's a good point. Yeah. 
Hey, Doc, I had a exactly. question for you. I had a question for you, Doc. Since, Her- since Herbie's still doing okay, in the next couple of weeks, is it okay maybe if we set up like a like a Herbie day and if people want to donate to their local shelters or to anything else, would that be okay? Oh, I'm always game to have people donate to uh, any any type of – well, any type of charity, actually, but – Okay. Um, they, they want to they want to donate to their local clinics or I'm not, not you know yeah their their local vet clinics their local shelters rescues okay. I mean there you know there are so many organizations out there that basically run on donations yeah well I'm gonna I'll talk to Linda Samples and maybe Pat and maybe we'll set up a specific weekend and people can donate in honor of Herbie and we'll call it like Herbie Weekend how's that is that okay um sure. Okay, great, great. He's a rock star. Listen, I mean, you know, tickets are going to be very, ex- <laughs> tickets are going to be very expensive for this event. <laughs> but, well, he's, you know, he's asleep right now. He's not listening. Uh, well, but you know, it's just, it's just so nice to see someone like yourself and you know the twelve thousand plus people rallying behind him. It's just, you know, it's. I mean, when I look at those posts with his pictures and people just people posting pictures of their little angels, it's just amazing. I mean, he's really. Uh, if he only knew, but he probably does. I, I believe they know deep down. So he, he probably knows he's captivated the hearts of many, many people. Did you ever expect this to happen the day you took him in? No, never, right? No, I, I, I actually I didn't even call the clinic. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I, I, I expected you know them just to be that they were going to just put him to sleep the next morning. Hmm. Unbelievable. And you've had him how long now? I've been bringing him home on weekends for a little over a month, I think. I think this is my fifth, fifth, you know. My, well, my I'm, my fifth week with him. That's great. That's wonderful. Oh, and, Absolutely and, amazing. Now, Doc, obviously we'll be doing other shows about um, police shooting dogs. Is it possible to get yourself and maybe a couple of us, other police officers on the show to be able to discuss? Because I want to hear your I've not been able to get any police on the show, and it's not going to be a police battering show. It's it's where I want to hear your side of what you have to deal with, and this is what I need the general public to hear as well. It's not all about the police shoot the the dogs. I, w- I want to hear stories that things that you've done, that you, how you've saved dogs, like especially Herbie. I mean that's just amazing in itself. But do you mean and let people know what exactly you have to experience every day when you're finding these dogs? Because it's not just as simple as, well, why didn't they just pick it up and put it in the car and take it to the shelter? It's not as simple as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so do you I, think I, that maybe we could get a couple of people on and yourself? Um, well, I can't, I can't say for anybody else, but if, if, I, if I'm available, I might be able to. That's great. That's wonderful. Excellent. That's Excellent. great. Well, well, thank you so much for coming. And talking to us about Herbie and, and, and obviously about the dogs being shot by the police and, and putting your side forward. I really appreciate it. And, Howard, thank you very much for organizing. It's been fantastic yeah. speaking to you. Hey, Doc, I got a big favor. When, when Herbie wakes up, can you give him a big hug and kiss from me and Sue? Sure. <laughs> okay, that's great. Uh, a hug from you and a, a kiss from Sue, right? You got it. You yeah, got that's it. That's fine. <laughs> okay, Doc, I'll talk to you soon. Thanks you so much for coming on. All right, take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, look after Bye-bye. yourself. Thank you. Bye-bye. Oh, that was great. Wow. Absolute fantastic. Absolutely. Just amazing. Just amazing. So I'm going to talk to Linda Samples. I'm going to put together a Herbie Day. He's just the cutest little guy. But, you know, a lot of what he said puts a lot in perspective, Sue. It really does. I heard a lot of different things tonight from him. Yep, definitely, definitely. And this is the thing. I just want to say to everybody again that, you know, the Ask Sue show has not been here to beat 
police. This is where we need them to have the support to be able to get the training and everything as well. And uh, I know Kristen is li literally listening in, and Kristen Hoffman in the chat room has done a lot um, behind the scenes and is making a difference to be able to get the training to put together and also knows all the statistics of this and everything and actually had two dogs shot herself um, by the police. So she understands all of the different angles, and she's been absolutely fantastic. So, you know, we, we want to make a difference there, Howard. But what we'll do, Howard, is we'll have a little bit of a song, and then we're okay. back in a few minutes. Is that okay? Of course. Well, of course, for this, we'll have to have this one for her be okay, Howard. Okay. It's going to have to be Tina Turner, Simply the Best. Okay. <laughs>
Hi, and welcome back to the Ask Sue show, and I'd like to welcome back also my co-host, Howard Ivestein. Hi, Howard. How are you? Well, I want to thank Doc Rick for coming on. That was pretty amazing. And just to say you had the offices on from the Philly case, now you had Doc Rick on, so uh, we're rolling along. We just need more support, guys. Just share the show, and Sue's going to get more special guests on. But I was um, I was I was really impressed by Doc Rick, and I'm not just saying that. He's very very level-headed, very caring, very compassionate man. So people that not us, of course, but people that make comments, police officers are not compassionate. That be taken be taken care of. That little guy is just um, you know just kudos to him. Exactly, exactly. It's been absolute. And you know what? And this is the thing. I like I always say to everybody, there's two sides to every story. That's and right. That's one thing I do love about the show is that we do literally show that, that there is two sides. And, you know, um, I've got to say, you know, that the shows that we've done has never been against the police. It's always been to work with them. And that's what all of us are about. You know, we at the end of the day, we understand that they need the training. That's right. I will admit that there is a couple of them that just need a couple of CS parts placed in their brain, like common sense. But, you know, other than that, I'm not going to go and knock all of the police for everything because it, it's not all of them. Of course, of course. Well, what we'll try to do is so we'll see if we can get maybe the captain on and, and Officer Rick back and maybe Jim Crosby on the same show. That would be quite powerful. Definitely. And this is the thing I want to be able to... I mean, it was quite funny because the other night... When we had Kristen, we had um, Eddie Sintron, we had, um, my brain's just died, oh, um, Hector Hernandez, we had, um, who was the other one? Oh, the captain, myself, and we had somebody else who's going to tell me off because I can't remember who it was. (laughs) There was somebody else. But do you know what? It was brilliant. It was absolutely fantastic. Even with all of us on, it was an absolute fantastic show. And everybody wants to listen to these. Um, I am topping up the Ask Sue blog at the moment. I'm having to catch up with stuff because I've not been well. So I'm literally trying to catch up with everything. And we will be putting all the links on there and uh, be able to fetch that up. So everybody will be able to see all the links. So uh, it's been absolutely fantastic. And I was so... Just so chuffed as well, especially having the captain on as well. It was brilliant. You know, everybody worked together. And I know that um, Kristen is actually going to be getting in touch with the captain as well. So it was brilliant. Really, really good. That's great. And I've just put a link into the chat room that looks like it should be a novel. So I'll try that again. (laughs) And talking about the captain, if anyone needs, uh, they have NJSPCA T-shirts, caps, sweatpants, you know, you know that's all profit. A lot of profit for them. So you go to njspca.org, and you usually have your order within a couple of days. And it's really uh, Captain's been a, is a wonderful person, great supporter of the show. So we like to support him also. He's he's a very he's a very special friend to Sue and I. So and and to many Definitely. others, of course. Definitely, he he has been absolutely fantastic. And he, he he didn't let me down the other night on the show as well. It was good. It was getting so many people. And I've got to give a big mention out to Eddie Sintron and his group called K9 Partners of Monroe County. Um, everybody, please go and have a look at that. Um, although it says Monroe County, we're actually working towards trying to make a difference and getting people to work together with this. So, you know, if there's anything that anybody can do, maybe you've got, I don't know, you've got, le- you'd know about legal aid, you know, there's legal people that you know, or there's a way that you can get 
our information out there, whatever it may be, you know, by all means, you can email asksueshow at gmail.com or uh, by all means, you can join me on at the Facebook uh, Ask Sue Radio Show Network. So please, either either way, either or, either or. be fantastic. <laughs> and um, I know that um, another doggy update for everyone. I know that uh, <clears throat> Sophie and her wonderful mom went to visit John today. I think it's the first time they've seen him in about a week, and we had them on uh, John's new fest of uh, his no adopted family on last week, and they were very very excited. So I know John's in a good place right now. So that's just uh, that's just another good story. Absolutely. And talking of good and good people is a good person. Hi, Kristen. How are you doing, darling? Hi, Sue. How are you? I love how the dog answered before you. That just was so on cue. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Kristen. Hi, Howard. Howard. How are you? How you doing, Kristen? How are you? Good. Thank you good. so much. For, thank you. I don't know if you heard Doc Rick when he was on talking about Herbie. Yeah, and I was going crazy through the whole talk, and I'm like, I need his number, I need his number, I need to talk to him. He's, um, I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, give him my number, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't, my number is public, so anyone okay. can give my number out to anyone. There's no restrictions on my phone number. Yeah, Herbie has uh, certainly captivated the hearts of many, many people throughout the world. He's just such mm-hmm. an inspiration. Exactly. And, well, you know, there's just different experiences and perspectives are so important in, you know, bringing causes together and understanding and things like that. Um, but you, you were talking about, okay, so there's a few things. I did want to throw out a few statistics really quick that you guys were mentioning. You know, talk, when, you're t- when we talk about um, police and their treatment of animals, you know, um, very, it's very easy for people to just lump police officers into one group, you know, mm-hmm. and say all police officers are like this, you know, which really is not fair because if you hold on a second, dancer, um, <laughs> that's my foster, she gets very excited. Um, <laughs> she's, she's my um, my difficult project at the moment, um, and you know, people like to group them all together, but you know, if you figure out the numbers. There are a lot of, you know, full-time active duty police officers in the U.S. And if you figure out, like if I figure out, you know, what I've recorded of dog shot by police and even multiply that by three, you know, to account for stories that I haven't recorded, it's still less than 0.01% of police Hmm. officers. Okay, so that's not a lot of police officers that are actually shooting dogs, okay? Um, However... By my count, there's still a dog being shot every 96 hours in the U.S., and that's still a lot of dogs being shot, okay? There's a lot of police officers, you know, in our country. Um, So, you know, the numbers, you know, you have to look at them from different angles and to really understand the whole picture of what's going on. Like, it's still an important issue. It still needs to be addressed, but it's not all cops by any means, you know? Um, And... You know, it can't be a, a cop hating crusade. You know, it just isn't. You know, that isn't the plan here. Um, and I was also curious about the captain. Everyone keeps referring to this gentleman as the captain. Is that his name, or is no, he a captain of a police department? No, he's actually the captain of the New Jersey ASPCA. His name is actually Rick Yoakum, Richard Yoakum. Oh. But okay. we just call him. But we just call him the cap or the captain. He just. He well, just, I was trying to reach him, and I didn't know who I was. Talking to, <laughs> like, oh, okay. I was trying to reach. I'm like, how do I, how do I address this person? I just kept, everyone kept saying captain, you know, and 
If if you can't reach okay. him, if you can't reach him, just call Mrs. Captain. She'll get in touch with him. It's not a problem. <laughs> okay, sounds good. <laughs> now he's a um, he's uh, the captain is quite an amazing person. I met him. I met him through um, through my through my number one hero, Patrick. That's how I became. That's how I met the captain through. The, you know, he was um, the New Jersey New Jersey ASPCA. He would, they were a major advocate for for our dear sure. Patrick. Mm-hmm. And the captain, he's just he's just a wonderful guy. He's just full of knowledge. Just mm-hmm. you know, it's still, he's just down to earth. He's just the captain. He's just an amazing guy. And <laughs> he's just the captain. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's he's just a good guy. But but those statistics. And we had, oh, go ahead. Those statistics you read were yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. But how many how many humans are shot in this country every day by the pool? You know, I, um, I'm sure. less than less than dogs. Really? Dogs are really? number one. Yep, dogs are the number one um, target of lethal force used by law enforcement officers in the country. Now, do you believe a lot of it's due to lack of training, Kristen? Um, it's got to be because I'm sure that a lot of shootings happen just, you know, as a fear-based response, and a lot of people are scared of dogs. And there's, mm-hmm. you know, what that fear is based on, who knows. But, you know, with training, though, that's going to eliminate a lot of the fear, you know. Right. And I think that that's a big part of it. I mean, granted, yeah, you're going to have your bad apples, you know, in any given field or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I believe some of them are bad apples, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I wouldn't say the majority no, definitely not. You can't, uh, you know, you can't, yeah. You, I, I, hey, listen, Kristen, I'm not joking about this. You can put me in a room with five pit bulls before one chihuahua. I'm serious. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> There's a chihuahua up the street that attacks me every time I walk by. It fits through the slats and run out, runs out, it bites my ankle and runs back in, and I scream every time. never fails. I've been bitten twice by a chihuahua. I am literally terrified of them. I walk the other way, but Rottweiler, German Shepherd, any time I'll pet oh, yeah. them. You know, give them the belly rub. So it's it definitely comes down to, I think, uh, you know, training, and I also think – you know, like Sue would say, it's also not to get her on a ramp, but, you know, the local <laughs> municipalities with budgeting, they need to ha- spend more money to have these offices trained. That's mm-hmm. but that's that's you, the that's the whole thing. But you know what? A lot of the – there's so many national organizations that are willing to provide free training. So even money isn't an issue. When I was talking to someone um, with the Missouri Animal Legal uh, Alliance Legislation Committee – she said, you know, it's not even always about money, but they have to see a good reason behind it. So Correct. I guess, like, you have to prove to them that it's even necessary, which mm-hmm. I don't understand that there, it's possible to have an overly trained police officer. No, you I don't know. No. Like, they no, no. have to encounter so many scenarios, like every scenario, any given scenario, you know. You know, being the first responder on on every call, you know, yeah. they're always the first responders, you know, yeah. then yeah. they have to be able to handle any given situation. See, I live in Los and Angeles, and a lot of the times the the animal control officers mm. will come out, and they're much more much more trained, much more, um, you know, aware, and that's like what Doc Rick said. It's just, you know, he was saying a lot of the times when they go to these drug raids with the pit bulls, they're scared, and I believe it. I do believe it. So do you know who yeah. David Klinger is then? Who? I don't know if he's a David Klinger. No, I never heard that name. Okay. He did a lot of um, restructuring of the LAPD. Okay. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. I have, I have. I have heard the mm-hmm. name. Yes, yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Um, so 
he and he's actually in St. Louis now, and I'm trying to get him on board to help out too. Oh, that's um, great. That's mm-hmm. great. That's wonderful. And now we have Jennifer, who's in the mix, and we need to get yeah. you know talk to her and make sure she's involved with everyone and. Definitely. What is her last name? What is her last name? Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer Edwards. Jennifer. She's an attorney. She's in Colorado. Yeah. Sue? Yep. I think we have Sally on hold, and she's going to be able to tell us an experience she just had with a cat and a police officer over the weekend. So it's going to tie into this conversation, I think. Oh, right. Hold a minute. Oh, Chris. Hi, Sally. How are you doing, love? Hi. Hey, Sal. Hey. Have you been, have you been listening? I just... Got your message to to log on. I was busy reading, doing the newsletter for the shelter. <laughs> okay, well we've been talking about we've been talking about police officer shootings, and I know you had an experience over the weekend with the cat and the officer who was compassionate. Oh, it was a very positive, actually, experience with an officer. He um, called the shelter and he said, "Can you come and get this cat? It's been hit. He had traffic completely blocked from the cat. He was protecting this cat." He helped get um, the cat tied to run. He helped um, catch the cat, and um, we actually named the cat after him. So, <laughs> so he did he did a really wonderful thing by protecting the cat. I mean, the cat's leg is in bad way. It is part the one leg has got a lot of shatter in it. Mm-hmm. We don't know if he's gonna we're gonna be able to save it or not. But the cat's gonna be okay, and he's going to be able to be adopted. Wow. And, oh, yeah, that officer was great. He's really, really helped a lot. Now, now are we allowed to name him? His name's Manly. Okay. So I, I, I like, to give, I like Manly. to give credit where credit's due. Yeah, his, his, the cat's name is Manly for Officer Manly. So. <laughs> and where was this at? Metropolis, Illinois. In Metropolis. Yep. I want to start a certificate program for officers that do all these great deeds, you know. Oh, that would be great. I mean, it, yeah. I mean he he was really a, a great guy. The um, the cat, I mean, if it hadn't been for him, he'd been, the cat could have been hit worse. I mean, he would probably end up killed because he was on a busy road. And right. he blocked traffic. He held it up. He wow. um, stayed with the cat till our director and our veterinary technician got there to help to rescue the oh, cat. That's awesome. I mean, he even helped after it kind of got scared and it ran. Um, he, you know, had a flashlight. He helped catch the cat, and wow. I mean, he, he was he was he did a really good job. That's amazing, Sally. You think yeah, you can get him? Awesome. Sally, you think you can get him to call in and maybe some? Oh, too? I doubt if he would. He's pretty okay. modest guy. Okay. <laughs> 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 he, he, he's a modest fella. Well, Kristen, I'm just thinking because obviously we've done the the certificates for people before, and it went down a storm on the Asu show. Yeah, so it did. maybe we could um, run that with you, and maybe if we've got certificates that we could, um, and like you say, you want to hand some out to police that have done good things. Maybe we exactly. could all work together on you that know, one. It's not fair that they only get hype for the bad things that they do, and I think positive reinforcement is a very important, you know tactic that people should know and be rewarded for their good deeds and the good things that they do and you know the media puts so much hype on the bad things which you know yes awareness is important but we also need to recognize the good well i nominate Mm -hmm. doc rick for a certificate (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) 
Absolutely. Oh yeah. I love Herbie. You know, it's so it's yeah, it's but it's but it's so you, you know, it's so nice to be talking about all these positive stories. And and you know something, Kristen and, and Sally and all you guys, I, I you know, I think it becomes contagious, you know. You know, there's a lot of negative which is but the great thing about Sue is both sides of the story. But this, you know, it's it's just so heartwarming to hear these great stories. It is. And the problem mm-hmm. is people you know, a lot of people are so negative to the police they just want to shut you know, shut it off and shame on them, you know, something I they're humans too. We all make mistakes. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I just think, you know, having more shows like this just will bring out a lot of a lot more compassionate for the police officers. Oh, I agree. And I think that's something we need to show. I know there's a lot of them that are out there getting a bad rap, but, you know, just to show they're not all bad. Exactly. I mean, I mean yeah. a lot of them would not have stopped. And, I mean, a lot of people would have just went on and passed by this cop. I mean, this that's cat. The thing. I mean, yeah. you know. The average citizen yep. would have just driven by and not done anything. Exactly, exactly. Where do you well, live? Well, we've person? actually seen that, haven't we, with um, Philly? You know, because right. the officers did say that mm-hmm. he was there five hours prior to them picking him up. Yep, five hours. Five yep. hours? That's but you ridiculous. know something? Shame on the citizens who let him sit exactly. there for five hours. Mm, exactly. I agree there. You know, oh, maybe. I, I stopped for squirrels. I mean, I stopped for any animal because. And I'm, I know I've been told, well, you know, you'll get bit. I don't care. If there's an animal right. that's alive and hurting, yeah, I'm not going to let it lay there and suffer. Yep. When I was yep. little, I was probably like eight years old, we were driving down, we were in the city, we were driving down the road, and there was a squirrel on the side of the road. And, I mean, I went into hysterics, crying, screaming, until my mom made like three U-turns to go back and check that squirrel and make sure that mm-hmm. – it was so alive to see if it needed help. Yep. Like, my mom's I, like, are you serious? A squirrel? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I've actually moved snapping turtles with a shovel handle oh. out of the road because people yep. think it's fun to run them over for mm-hmm. some sick, twisted reason. I mean, we have actually stopped and moved snapping turtles. I mean, you don't touch these guys, but... You know, you you use proper equipment to move them. But exactly. No, I move them. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, I've I've got a couple of stories. The first thing is, I nearly didn't make it to do ever do an Ask Sue radio show because one day we were going along the road and we saw this mum um, duck had been killed and there was ducklings on the road and I screamed, as you do, um, and told my other half at the time to stop the car. He stopped the car, I jumped out onto the road and here I am running down this road like a loony, picking up all these ducklings, tucking them down my shirt and as I went round the corner to go and get the other few that were still round there, this um, post office van come round and he skimmed my arm. Oh my I really God. still don't know to this day how he missed me. It was a miracle, to be fair. So that was my first thing. So I picked up and I did rescue all of the ducklings, let me just say. Aww. And also, <laughs> I also picked up um, two badger cubs. And they were literally, their mum must have been killed or whatever, and I picked them up. And when I spoke to the badger group that came to pick them up, she said, oh, she went, um, go and get the cage from out of the car, such and such, do you mean? And, oh, and bring the, um, like, the catch pole thing that they use. I went, hey, hey, uh, beg pardon, what are you going to use? And she went, oh, well, we've got to get them out of there. I went, you're not putting that round the neck? And she went, well, how did you get them in there? I went, they travelled on my knee with their head underneath my arm because they were freezing cold and they're dehydrated. Aww. I said, you can't put that round. She went, so how are you going to get them out there? I went, 
well, I'll lift them and I'll put them in. She went, oh, my goodness. <laughs> she said, they could have bitten your arm. I went, and? <laughs> they were going mad. They couldn't believe that I just picked them up. And I said, but it's just instinct. I didn't even think about anything. Yeah. You just instinct to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing. So, I remember you had a gal, I forgot her name, but I remember she, um, you had her on the show months ago and her husband stepped on an ant and she was having a heart attack. I can't remember her name. <laughs> <laughs> there was somebody. Who was that? I can't think of her name offhand. I'll think of it later. But yeah, her. I, I don't mean, know, she, but that's really cute. I mean, she nearly <laughs> killed the husband. I mean, I mean, I have to admit, I'm sure. I'm sure I, I don't like walk in between the cracks and look for ants. I, I mean, I love animals, but I'm not that. Uh, but not, you know, not that fanatical. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> I must be wanted on a few murder charges by now, then I'm sure. <laughs> oh, and by the way, Sue. Sally, Sally got Sally is an officer at her shelter. She uh, she got a big promotion there, so I'm very proud of her. Yeah, well, that goes without saying the amount of work she does there. Well done, right. Sally. I'm a board member and I'm also secretary of the board now, and I'm also on four committees. Board representative on one of the committees. I've been very busy lately. <laughs> And we are in the process of, ado- of adopting our foster. We're going to do another foster failure. Oh, boy. So, <laughs> so you've got your six-pack again. i got a six-pack um, again. <laughs> yeah. Kristen, you know when you do those certificates, could you do one for the biggest foster failure of the world, please? It's got to be Sally. <laughs> okay. This, this, what, when she says foster, it's... When she says foster, she means that's a load of rubbish. She means they get <laughs> into the door, she falls in love with them, and they stay for good. That's really what she means, okay? Yeah, she just didn't well, read yeah. the small print. <laughs> she didn't yeah, read the small print of foster at all, okay? No, I don't. But let the truth be known that her husband's really the softy. It's not sad. Yeah, he is. He's the... Uh, he, yeah... <laughs> he, he's building fences. He's, yeah. Bless. Can I just do a very quick shout-out? I have just seen, and you know what I'm like, heart of gold here, Miss Miss. I would rescue them all if I could. I have just seen an emaciated bull mastiff, approximately eight years old, needs rescue. According to the neighbor, owner is willing to give up the dog. His water is fo- frozen most of the time. He gets fresh fo- food and water when he's lucky, has no real human contact. Behavior uh. with people and dogs is totally unknown. If a rescue out there thinks that they can help, please contact, and I'll have to get the details in a minute, uh, but they're located in Queens, New York. Um, and this poor dog, I will put this on. I think, if, if, honestly, if I was there, I would be there, honestly. Queens, a that's my hometown. Dog. Oh, that's and, and he's, he's wow. Just, oh, mm-hmm. Howard, he's bones, bless him. Oh, it, God. It, it, it breaks my heart. It, he's just, I mean, he has put some meat in him, but he's a big dog. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Um, but, oh, he's just gorgeous. Oh, Absolutely boy. gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I'm terrible. I would just save them all. It I mean, posted it's just... in the um, K9 um, Monroe, Monroe County group, too. They're in okay, Rochester, we'll but, you know, they might have, since they're in New York, they might have some connections yep. there. Okay. I'll do that now. I'm sitting here with, like, 50 things open. You know what it's like, Kristen, <laughs> and, and I'm not I'm not very good on this old computer, am I, to be fair, but I do get by, <laughs> to be fair. I don't know how. <laughs> oh, dear. 
um, Kristen is a computer freak oh, in a really she? nice oh. way. And and she says to me, uh, she'll say something to me about things. You know, we'll be talking about different things, and I'll say, do you know what? I could wish I could just do such and such, Kristen. It's really annoying me. And she'll say, just go and have a look at your page, and she'll have done it. She just amazes me. Absolutely so, Kristen, amazes how me. Did, how did you become an animal advocate? Um, actually, it started when my after my dogs were shot. Oh, okay. Wow. I mean, wow. I started fostering back in 2008 is when we started fostering. Uh-huh. Um, and that was probably, like, as far as advocacy had gone, you know, just rescue work. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my, like, actual big-time work started after my dogs were shot. Mm-hmm. I, got I mean, I had no idea it was going on. Like, if you had asked me a year ago how often it happened, I probably would have said ten times a year. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. not over a hundred times a month. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> exactly. You know, Do you know what some... I would? I have to praise Kristen up, and she goes mad because I praise her up. But you know, she, she lost two of her dogs to these. These her dogs were shot by police, which she never goes into because she doesn't like to take off what her work that she does. Yeah. But she works so damn hard, and she's put out so many other people. She's not thought about herself half the time. She just puts her head so much into helping other people, and I, I just love her to bits. She does so much work for loads of people, and she's doing such a lot to get training for the police. She's been in touch with That's police. Wonderful. She's been in touch with people that have had their dogs shot by the police and helped them and told them what they need to do and, and how to go through things. It's just been fantastic. But you've had a good response, though, as well, Kristen, haven't you, to be fair? Oh, sure, absolutely. I mean, this um, is the last thing I get to do for my babies, you know? It's yeah, the they're our children. Them. I agree. So. They're our, you know, they're our kids. They're definitely our yeah. kids. It's just, um, you know, people, you know, I talk to people. I tell them, you know, all the stories. And, you know, if if, if people don't get it, I, I basically walk away. I just don't have my, you know, time. People don't understand. That's okay. But I don't, you know, I just want to, you know, that's, I mean, that's our life now. Besides our family, this is our life. This is this is what we were meant to do. And, and, you know, Kristen, like I tell people, no matter what brought you into the cause or what age you are, it's never, ever too late. I became involved at the age of 55, 54, 55, mm-hmm. because of that little guy named Patrick and certainly changed my life completely. I mean, if you would have told me I'd be doing these things, I would have said you were crazy. Right. So, you know, you just never, you know, you never know what's going to be, um, be out there for you, but I but I do know that we're all doing good and we are making a difference. It takes time, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's just it's, 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 it's just about getting the word out, creating the awareness. And, you know, people in the country should be angry about all these shootings. It's, it's just, you know, people are so complacent. That's part of the problem. But, yeah. as you, you know, as you know, until it happens to you, then it's completely different. You know, then things change. So people have to realize how, how serious of a situation this is. Yeah, and that's why, like, awareness is so important, you know, because, you know, people like me had no clue it was even going on, you know. Yeah. No yeah. idea. Yeah. I really thought that I was the only one after it happened. I thought it, I was the only one. Yeah. I thought I was all alone, you know. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had no I had no idea, what, you know, before, I mean, I, you know, what what was done to Patrick, the starvation, tying him to a railing. I just, you know, when I heard oh. it, I guess I was naive. I just couldn't believe that things like this would be going on. I know. But, you I know, really think our society yeah. is more evolved than that, you know. I really yeah. did. Yeah. The but, things that I've seen that have happened, I'm just just constantly shocked. I'm just like, are you serious? This is what our, our world still lives this way? I mean, how is this possible? 
How is yep. this possible? Yeah. Right? Mary yeah. has got to be more involved in this. You know, yeah. in my in my world, it is. You know, like it always has been, and clearly, I'm just I've been naive and clueless. That's really what our world is. You know, exactly. Yeah. I've just got to um, I've just got to read something that's just been brought to my attention, and I've got to say, Penny Imes of the Examiner dot com has actually done this story. Uh, so thank you to Penny. Um, toddler killed by chain dog in Texas. And a toddler in Texas mm-hmm. died on Sunday following what can only be described as his recipe for disaster. According to Monday's news, a two-year-old little boy who was mauled to death by a chain dog who lived next door. The boy, um, and I'm not going to mention names, was followed, followed a balloon which had blown into a neighbor's garden. The toddler found a hole in the fence which separated the properties and wound up face-to-face with a female dog who was tethered to a chain. The boy's father... Um, told the news. He got in through a whole huge hole in the fence. By the time I raced over there, I just get, couldn't get there in time. The toddler's father claims that the dog's owner watched the attack but did nothing to stop it. Um, the dog mm. was seized by animal control and charges may be forthcoming to the dog's owner. Dogs confined to a life on the chain are often unsocialized, frustrated, and territorial and these factors often lead to aggression. Toddlers should be supervised at all times as they are obvious to of Vivlius and that to potential dangers. Uh, the combination of these two critical factors, an unsupervised toddler and a chained dog, equated to a fatal recipe for disaster. And Yeah, I mean, chain, chaining dogs should definitely be on the docket for a reassessment in city laws. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you are asking for an aggressive animal. Yep, I mean, you're right. it's a horrible way to treat an animal. And if, if cities really care about dangerous dogs, then that needs to be on the docket. Get the dogs off the chain. That needs to be Definitely. against the law. To I, I agree. Yes, because and, it okay. does make them a lot more aggressive. They are very much more aggressive if they are chained. I know my two pit bulls I have, I rescued as puppies, their mother was chained. The owners moved and left her and the baby out in the backyard. She was chained. She could not do anything to, you know, when the puppies were wandering, she couldn't retrieve them. And yeah. a friend of mine had to live not far from, you know, live next door. She's like, I thought he was coming back for the dogs. He didn't. She said, I tried feeding the mother. She became more and more aggressive. She was on this chain. She had puppies. That was another recipe for disaster because she was trying to defend puppies. Exactly. She said, I, I stuck food over to her, but she said it was hard to get to her because she got to be very, very aggressive. The the dog, the mother, died because Aww. she just got to the point of... I mean, she just lost it, and you just couldn't get near her. You couldn't do anything with her. But I took the two puppies because I wasn't leaving them there in right. that situation. And they're over a year old now, my Petey and Evie. And, you know, you just can't chain these dogs. And where I'm from, pit bulls, people think pit bulls are a really cool yard ornament to have out on the log chain. And that is, just, <laughs> that is something I want to get rid of. You just yeah. can't do this to these dogs. They are the most loving dogs. I, I mean, That's I truly love them. Isolating a dog is one of the most is one of the meanest things you can do to them. Like that's a punishment. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I mean, if if my dog is in trouble, what I do is I isolate them so that they know that they're in trouble. That's the only way they know that yep. they're in trouble. Yeah. Mine too. Yeah. They go to because timeout. they're separated from the pack. Yep. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Mine go to timeout. I actually tell them like you're going to timeout. 
Yeah. And they know, especially Petey, he knows when he's going to timeout. And he will actually go to his, he has, they have, I mean, mine are so spoiled, they have their own bedroom. But Petey will go to his own bedroom, go to his bedroom and get on his bed. And I'm like, you are in timeout. You, you were back. That was a no. And they know this. They're not just something that doesn't have a mind to just sit outside in the yard on a chain. They need yeah. compassion. Yeah. They are a family. You have, they, they need mind stimulation, just like a child needs mind yeah. stimulation. They need to be, have exercise. They, they can't yeah. be in trouble all the time. <laughs> exactly. Right. I mean, that's ridiculous. I mean, we have just finished another set of fence um, at our place We for our new soon-to-be adopted dog. He's out back. Um, he's getting ready to get neutered. And, um, I mean, we have, like, a good three, four acres fence for our dogs. And I'm like, and our neighbor, it makes me so mad, he doesn't have his tether, but I live out in the country, but on a busy highway. His dog's running loose. And Touchy. the next thing, he's going to be griping because my dog got hit. I'm like, well, you're dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, you know That's something, another guys, thing that irritates me. Sue, I think we have to do another show on your OSL, the owner, the owner responsibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah there's a lot, to, there's a lot, lot more to being an owner just than saying you have a dog. Because owners, yep. have, you know, owners have to take responsibilities too. I mean, these are children. I mean, these are kids. They, they're like two-year-old babies. They, you know, they don't. Yes, they, they don't are. Know, they don't know what's going yep. on. Kristen, right. I, had a, I had a had a stupid question for you. Are are pit bulls the the highest breed being shot by the police? Absolutely. They are. Absolutely. Interesting. And what's interesting too, though, is that even dogs who aren't pit bulls are being reported as pit bulls, though. So mm-hmm. you know, even though the the number isn't accurate because they're, you know, misidentifying animals. I mean, it's still the highest. Even the ones that are accurate, it's still the highest number. Well, I'll tell you, I got a little, I have a little doxy rat terrier. She weighs 10 pounds, and you don't want to piss her off, boy, because she can, she, <laughs> she, oh, no, she can be nasty. She can yeah. be nasty. Oh, well, well, even in my police report, in my police report, um, Lacey is listed as a pit bull, and she was a half Half slab, half beagle. Hmm. I mean, she was a little blonde, white, skinny. I mean, she had the big, floppy, you know, beagle ears, and besides that, was like a little loud dog. I mean, she wasn't anything like it, <laughs> you know. She was mm-hmm. beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like that gives them some sort of justification just by saying it. Somehow they're justified. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, you hear that? Oh, it was a pit bull. That that makes it okay. Oh, is it pit bull? Well, that's not okay. Yeah, somehow that makes it okay. Yeah. It's really and I don't it, bo- and it, to me, it's like that is just not okay. No. Yeah. Exactly. And and you know something? How many? I'm just putting this out there. How many good police officers? And there are maybe one percent good politicians coming home to pit bulls at night. I bet you there's more than we'll mm-hmm. ever know. More than mm-hmm. we'll, more than we'll ever know. But you know, back to the BSL thing. Who's responsible for that stigma on pit bulls? Yeah, but you know, it's um, back back in back when Sue was doing the Lennox shows, Jim Crosby was on, and we, you know, he made a. I was joking about something, but he made a point. You can get a politician who, and he was serious about this, who hates poodles. He gets bit by a poodle. That poodle's going to be a B, on the BSL list next month. Yeah. And and, yep. and, it's, and it's and it's no joke. It's just it's you know something. It's outright discrimination. That's like you know, like I've said before, Kristen. You see a guy who's six feet, muscular, has got his uh, tattoos and his beard while well, he's a biker and he's a bad person. Well, right, it's, it's like saying, oh, well, someone with a big nose is a danger. 
Well, Correct. that doesn't make any sense. It makes no <laughs> sense at all. It's just total, total reverse discrimination, judgmental, whatever. Ooh, now I'm going to get on a rant. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, I have to tell you this story real quick, Chris. I always tell it back when Hurricane Katrina hit. They had this, you know, Oprah was out there looking, trying to relocate dogs. They had this guy. It's probably about 6'5", I mean, huge, tattoos, biker. He had his motorcycle, his jacket, his beard. Anyway, long story short, they found his chihuahua. Oprah surprised, surprised him. They put the chihuahua on his shoulders. You ever seen a grown man like that cry? He completely lost it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it just I remember goes, that. Okay, so it just goes to show you a lot of people when they will, oh, this guy's this. He probably holds people up. He's in the hall. He's in the Hell's Angels and blah blah. You know something? Shame, shame, shame. Shame, yep. shame. Because I actually found out that that I found this out years later. That gentleman was involved in these guys go out in, on their bikes on a once a year and they and they raise money for dogs. So. You know, you just Aww. you can't judge. You cannot, and that that's what I think is the biggest problem here. Just people, you know, being judgmental. It's just a big, big problem. Yeah, I think it's interesting yeah. that you mentioned the Hell's Angels because back in 2000 and oh, I don't know, one or three, early 2000, um, Hell's Angels actually had a lawsuit for three of their dogs being shot in a raid, <laughs> and they won. They won a million dollars. Did they really? They did. Wow. 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 Good for them. But, yeah, but do you know what people need to realize when people are not sharing the shows that we do about these dogs and when they're not sharing Kristen links about the dogs are being shot by police, it's okay. Keep ignoring it because it's going out of your tax pockets. Who's paying for all those fines? It's not coming out of the police funds. It'll be coming out of your pockets. You'll be paying all that taxing. And there's that one that's a million. There was another one, wasn't there, Kristen? $620,000. Yeah, Chicago, um, Illinois has paid out over a million dollars in the last year in lawsuits of dog shot by police. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yep. And then so all you people weeks. are just ignoring it and thinking it's going to go away. Yeah, it'll go away, but it's going to go out of your tax pockets because at the end of the day, they've got to pay for it somewhere. And then, so uh-huh. everybody who thinks that it doesn't affect me, well, it will soon because it's going to have to come from somewhere. And yeah, then yeah. A, couple of we- a couple of weeks ago, Sue posted a link. I think it's through AARP, a homeowner's insurance. You have a pit bull. They find out they're going to cancel you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you remember? Yeah. You need to get State Farm, people. State Farm. So, no, no, no. My point <laughs> is being. Don't. So, so my point being is, and I'm not being funny. Are, are they are, are they putting on the application when you're applying? Do you have a crack lab in your house, or are you dealing drugs? Right. That's okay. Go right. ahead and do it. That's wonderful. That's great. But you know. don't have a pit bull. Right. Yeah, but don't have a pit bull. So. Yeah, uh, that's true. Yep. Having a meth Crazy. lab, could, having a meth lab could blow your freaking house up, blow the house up <laughs> next door. But don't have a pit bull. That's okay. You see that? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, but you know, over the bandit story, yeah. as soon as that situation erupted and everything, the house insurance of theirs chucked them. Didn't want to know them straight away. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Yep. So this is the thing. I mean, maybe that's something else we need to be looking into, or maybe we need to speak to um, an insurance people and and ask them what their their paperwork actually says to them. To what they well, here's they the want. problem with here's the problem with insurance companies is that they don't even want they don't even want to bother going to court over this stuff. So they always settle. They pay out. Yep. Every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know. Yep. So they have you know, overbanded it. Mhm. So they have overbound it. I know that um, yeah. Kristen said on the show they've had $10,000 out of that. They didn't even argue, and then the 
um, house in Jones Dumpnam. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, boy. So that's the problem is that, you know, there's not even a fight there. You know, they always just settle out and and then, you know, there's no justice done because then they drop you because, you know, that was even brought up and that they had to pay out that money for it. And and then, you know, a lot of times you're put in a position after that point because they paid out for it and that's on your record, then you have to get umbrella insurance to have your dog, which is really expensive. Correct. I mean, that's Correct. usually like, what, $300 a month? That's a lot of money. Oh, so next what will be is if you put a pit bull in your car, you're going to lose your car insurance, right? Is that next? <laughs> well, I had two of mine yesterday because they both went to the vet for their annual checkup. <laughs> 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 I had a two pit bull car load. <laughs> Unbelievable. I'm just reading um, in the chat room, Lisa has actually just said, Funny you should say discrimination. We're sitting here thinking of black people, gays, bullies, how all this was acceptable for way too long. And now dogs are being discriminated against. I'm listening yeah, to show and urgence while I listen. So I'm here, but I'm not here, laugh at life. State, State Farm will insure you. And she yeah. says, I hate the way so many dogs are being surrendered because of landlords insisting either the dog goes or the tenants and not everyone can afford to move at a moment's notice. Perhaps it's connected to the insurance issue. What I'm wondering, though, is even in those situations, if legally, you know, if they have umbrella insurance for their um, rental, if they can, if they can make the dog leave, if they have the extra insurance for them. Just uh-huh. I mean, just a thought. I don't know. I mean, legally, Definitely. you have to have some protection, and I know when you sign those lease agreements, you have some rights to the property. You know. Exactly. But do you know what? It, maybe we need to start looking as well. I mean, uh, there must be loads of people in America that have got dogs that obviously want to live, take their dog somewhere. Maybe we need to set up a group or a, some sort of link where they can actually find property that can and will accept dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, like start a list for people. Yeah. 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 yeah that's a good idea, actually. You know funny, especially oh, no, with, you know, all of the foreclosures going yeah. on and people being forced into rentals, you know, that would yeah. be really important for people to know. That's why so many dogs are being surrendered. The foreclosures are, you know, horrendous, and then people have nowhere to take their dogs. And what I have discovered is where I'm at, we have people coming to the shelter looking. We have uh, an Amstaff, and she was absolutely beautiful. And you know, a lot of the even landlords like we used to want pit bulls, and they don't really even know what they look like. Yeah. Because you can tell them, ask them, and like, you know, she's, you know, she said, "Well, I had one before. I told them it was just, it was a terrier, which technically, yeah, they're terriers. They're part of the terrier group." Mm-hmm. And he just said, "Oh, it's a terrier. Okay." Didn't even know the dog was also considered a pit bull. Had no clue what yep. pit bull looked like. It's um, like, come, um, and, and but you're banning something you don't even know what it is. Exactly, exactly, How Sally. stupid can you be? Yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But the thing is, I wonder how many... Now, this is where I'm going to start into a rant, okay? Uh-oh. So be more public health. <laughs> Here we go. You know what? My biggest thing is, right, I get to get this where people say, you know, the landlords told them they've got to move um, because they've got this dog and whatever, and, and some people obviously can't afford to do that. So maybe we can sort that. We'll have a discussion about that after, and we'll set up something to help for that. But do you know what's my biggest bugbearer? The ones that say, 
We're having to get rid of our nine-month-old dog because my partner's pregnant. Uh, Oh, do you know what? If you want to see me rise like a bottle of pop, just say those words because I tell you what, what, it does my head in. Nine months ago, that puppy was your baby. If you couldn't and if you can't manage a baby and a dog, simple. Just don't get pregnant. Jim Crosby made a video that he's been giving to hospitals, and the video is for expecting mothers on, you know, how to handle, um, you know, your how to be a responsible pet owner with a new baby coming into the family. And it's a whole video on what to do, what not to do, ways to protect everyone in the family and to keep everyone safe. Um, you know, and this is something that, you know, we'd like to get out countrywide and to be a standard thing given to expecting mothers, you know, and maybe that would help, you know, prevent a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. And do you know, Lisa, you're absolutely right in the chat room. She thought, I wonder what impact there would be if a shelter had that posted somewhere or let people know that prior to surrendering. Good idea. Do you know what, though? I, I, I can honestly say... Right, and this is what fries my head, right? For those people that don't share the show and everything, it really does annoy me because I look at these things and let's just say we could do so, so much, couldn't we, if we had uh-huh. more people? That's right. Do you know what I mean? No, it's brilliant, Elisa. Absolutely fantastic what you're saying, and I totally agree. And these things all are under this same umbrella. But the thing is, there's only so many can hold this massive umbrella. <laughs> yeah. It, do you know what I mean? It, it, it's yep. gone from an umbrella with the Asu show now to, I've got to say, a marquee because it's just got <laughs> ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. You're right. Now, the one thing I do need to ask people, which is my big ask for help today, is if anybody is in America who sees anywhere where we can do free advertising for the Ask Sue show, or maybe you know somebody who's in touch with a magazine or um, are doing a book or whatever they're doing, whatever it may be. Ooh, I didn't any know you were looking. I have a list. I've been keeping a list. Oh, wow. Oh, she's a, it's, wow. It's, do you see what I mean? <laughs> do you see what I mean? <laughs> She, she she's unbelievable, this woman. I tell you, I, I just say something in passing, and she's like, "Oh, hold on a minute, I'll just, I'll just press this button here. Hold on a minute, and just this this link needs to go into there." And oops, there you go. She's like a bloody godmother, honestly. She just waves that little wand, and it boom, it appears. <laughs> Has anyone ever heard of Grassroots dot org? Who? What's the name? It's called Grassroots dot org. Yes, Sure. <laughs> and they will, I mean, and they will help, and it's all free services for nonprofits. Um, they will help you create a website. It says, we offer $10,000 in free tools and services to help nonprofits accelerate their efforts and accomplish their missions. They help with advertising, creating your websites, wow. um, creating your mission statements, and they use, like, law students and things of that nature. They have lots of companies that just volunteer their services to help. Wow. Um, And, you know, and they have tons of different grant funds for different, you know, um, causes and things like that. Um, You know, and there's also tons of different, you know, 
animal networks that will offer free advertising too, and it's part of their, you know, charities to groups and things like that. So, yeah, I've been trying to keep a list of all that. No, that's great. Yeah. That's I don't have to say any more to you, but if you could sort that, that would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a bookmark folder of a list. I can send you my list. Oh, uh, do you know what? Is that just not music to somebody's ears? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I just love the fact that you say to some people, I just need such and such, and they know, or they, if they don't know, they can find, and they help you to find out. And, and people need to remember, I'm in the UK. I, I'm trying to promote as much as I can into the US. And, and it's like I was saying to Kristen earlier. Sometimes people say to me, I'm in such and such a place, and it's on such a state. Hello? Mm-hmm. And where exactly <laughs> is that? Do you know what I mean? Never mind then. And then they'll say, do you know the laws that go with such and such? I haven't got a clue. Well, Sue, Do you know what I mean? Sue, I have a nomination. Yep. I would like to, I would like to uh, elect Kristen executive high-class secretary to the queen. Oh, <laughs> it, it, excuse me? She, she's already adopted her already adopted she's already in in the she's actually in the marquee already love i'm telling you oh, okay okay well, i just wanted to ma- i just wanted to make it official on worldwide radio you know. it's official. I, I can't praise her no more than i already have so Kristen, are you usually around on tuesdays usually around on tuesdays yeah i'm always around cool because that's our doggy day so i think you'll be calling in now that's great i'm okay. trying to make sure i'm available for the shows yeah. I had the times wrong because I was. She had the Eastern times posted, but I'm Central Central Standard. Yes. Yeah, so so I'm Central. I'm Central. Are you in? What Where? state are you in, Kristen? I'm in Missouri. Oh, I'm in Illinois. Oh, you're really close to me then. Where are you in Illinois? Um, I'm wild well, out in the country, but like I'm just right across the river from Paducah, Kentucky. I live in oh, so the Sorry, can you just I'm say in that very place low again? In Metropolis, Illinois. No, what did you just say? Something Kentucky. Oh, I'm across the river from Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah. <laughs> it's just so you're right. So you're on the yeah. So you're so we're both on opposite ends of Illinois. Yeah, I'm on the very end of the state. I'm right at the river. Yeah, I'm right oh, at the okay. river. So I'm at the state line. I'm like 15 minutes from the state line. And I'm in La La oh, wow. Land. I'm in Los Angeles. <laughs> I call it La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? It's good to know that we have someone out in California because I don't have any people out in California. I mean, I know Deidre Wright is working. Well, no, she's in Washington. Yeah, I don't really have anyone in California. Um, There is, um, you know, um, Capone's owner, Tiffany, and she has her case in California, but she lives in Texas, but her dog was shot in California. So she drives back and forth for all of her court hearings, but I don't really have any people you know, to reach out to in California. Well, yeah. now you do. Now you do. It's on my list, yeah. <laughs> but, but, the problem is, but the problem is, Kristen, as soon as Patrick's officially adopted by the Scavellis, I might be moving to New Jersey, so I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're going to be the official Patrick sitter. <laughs> I can see oh, that excellent. one. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you'll have him and Hercules. Yeah, him and Hercules, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Pat- but Patrick's my true love. Oh, yeah. I know. So Lisa was saying that we need to approach State Farm regarding their advertising so that people know that they offer um, tra- or they offer insurance for renters and their animals. 
Interesting. Yeah, well, that's a I'm, good idea. Yep. Do you know what, Lisa? You're absolutely right. I'm already putting together a show, hopefully sometime next week, where we are going to be talking about what people need to do for their dogs. Now, this goes down to obviously making sure that they are secured, make, um, thinking about the fact of insurance, also thinking about what if something happened to you and your family tomorrow, what would happen to your dogs? Have you got a will set out? Have you got money put aside for them if something happened to you? And there's all these different things, and we will be fetching Jennifer Edwards onto the show, which is um, who is an attorney, and she actually deals with um, dogs that have been shot by police, um, various different laws about animals, and it will be a very informative show. So that will be something I'll we can bring up with too, that. Because I have a blog for, um, you know, first time, you know, for victims of dog shot by police and what they need to do and information. I need to post your blog like because I need to post your blog because, um, or if you, I don't know, are we friends on Facebook yet? I have so many now. Um, because I have a, just up the road for me, upside of Harrisburg, Illinois, up to El Dorado. Last year, a family up there had their dog shot by police. Not far That's from the- where I live. Kristen, I don't can you think put they the, have anywhere to reach out to anybody. Kristen, uh, can you put the link of your blog onto the chat room? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when I get back down to my computer, I wandered upstairs to check on the dogs. They were being too quiet and made me nervous. <laughs> You're, yeah, I, I understand. Mine do that. When they're quiet, you can assure somebody's shoe you know is they're getting into trouble. <laughs> yeah. Usually it's my yep. house shoe. Yep. Do you know what, Lisa, what a fantastic idea. She is just, she is, I've never had so many problems with a dog before. Like, she's literally out of my league. I honestly do not, hey, knock it off. I honestly don't (laughs) feel like I'm even capable of, like, giving this dog what it needs. It is ridiculous. I've never, and and here's the thing. I have strays in my house all the time. At any given day, I could have have eight dogs in my house because I have such a large pack. I attract every stray dog in the neighborhood. Oh, God. And, and we pick up every loose dog that we come across. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. – I use my I use my dogs to catch loose dogs. You know what I mean? Like, they're used yeah. to being like you used to catch other dogs. And um, But this dog is like – I've never, ever dealt with anything like this before, ever. She's what insane. Brings- and so – She's a boxer, and I've never had a boxer before. Aww. I have had two. I, lo- I had a. I had one we lost last year. She was a abused and malnourished, and my husband actually rescued her. He brought her home in the back of his car from work one night, and went, "Oh, okay." So we had Tammy Sue, and she, well, she passed away. She was so bad with heartworms, and she went under treatment. She had a heart attack Aww. after we got her. Aww. But boxers, um, and I have one now that I swear is a gift from a Tammy. It's my little boy Toby. I rescued him out of the city pound, and uh, they are very high energy. It is unbelievable how much energy she has. I mean, yeah, I feel like I need to be ten years younger to keep up with her. It is insane. <laughs> how, how old is she? She now is ten months. I've had her. I've yeah. had her for four months now. Like I haven't even put her on the website yet because I think that if anyone else adopted her right now, that they'd kill her. I mean, she has destroyed over five thousand dollars worth of property inside my home. Oh my god! Like it is oh, yeah. unreal. My, yeah, I my, my Toby done that. <laughs> See, Toby, I ended up putting him in his own bedroom. He has his own full size bed. 
and he loves stuffed toys. He has more stuffies, and he doesn't dis- he doesn't destroy them. He sticks them all in his bed, and he piles up and sleeps on them, or he plays with them. And he <laughs> and he is ten months old, but he is very high energy. So we have a big you know we have our yard fence. So he goes outside, and I let him just run, and he will run oh, with yeah. our with our foster slash adopted. <laughs> And I mean, they just have a ball, and I just let him go. Yeah, I always say she needs to run a 5K every day. Yeah, like yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. uh, And they don't say. I've also learned boxers grow for three years. They're a Mm. slow grower. Interesting. Yeah. So don't you feel better already, Kristen? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. I love my Toby. You like any oh, breed, Sally. Any I dog. take any dog that walks in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I'm have, I am I am you know my heart, my candy, Howard. Down yeah, the I shelter. Know. Yep. Well, we are figuring out ways that we can build another fence and build candy her own place. You're going for number seven? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're wanting, but we're wanting to get candy out of that shelter environment. Here we go, number seven. Oh, boy. And I'm going to start well, bringing her home. Thing. Well, I think, Sue, you better get a certificate ready for force to failure number seven. Here we go, now. I think I don't think we'll do a certificate just yet then for six dogs, Kristen. I think we need to wait just a little bit longer because it's going to be seven. <laughs> Okay. She, she's she's really having trouble adjusting. She's a beautiful pure white pit bull, the most gorgeous dog. I I mean, I drove her to get spayed, and she rode shotgun. She was great, but since she's been in the shelter environment, she's deteriorating. I mean, like she doesn't get enough mental stimulation. She doesn't get enough exercise. Now she's living in a kennel oh. within a kennel because she's starting to get aggressive toward the other dogs because all the noise. I want to get her out of that environment so I can save her. I mean, I'm. I mean, she's getting to the point. I'm one of the board members now who are love the pits and want to do everything I can for the pit. And I'm. I'm afraid that somebody's going to, you know, see that she's like this, and they're like, oh well, we need to put her down. And I'm like, we're no kill shelter. But yeah. if she yeah. gets out and hurts another dog or something. Yeah. I, I, well, I can't have that. I right. can't believe I'm really two hours sorry to cut the show oh short, but unfortunately we've yep. got to call it a day. It, the two hours have gone already. Amazing. Uh, oh, wow. Sally and Kristen, thank you so much for joining us on the show tonight. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you to the pair of you. It was nice to meet everyone. Have a good nice night. Nice to meet you, Kristen. Thanks. Nice to have you, Kristen. Nice to meet you, Sally. <laughs> bye. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wow, what a show. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Thank you so, so much again for another fantastic Tuesday. Another fantastic show, and we'll get Doc Rick back on. And uh, all all kisses to Herbie. Today will be Herbie's day. And, Sue, thank you. Always an honor to be on with you. Thank you very much, Howard. And I will speak to you very, very soon. And big loves to Leslie as well. Thank you. Go get some rest, my friend. I'll try. Okay, bye-bye. <laughs> okay, I'll catch you soon, Howard. Okay, bye-bye. And a big thank you to everybody that's joined us tonight. It's been a fantastic show. Please go to Ask Sue Radio Show Network for all the links from tonight's show. Thank you very much, and I'll speak to you all very, very soon. Good night.